Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Game Ball Podcast with your host, Matt Samantia. Uh, before we get started, I just want to say we have a special guest joining the show. Uh, my boy, Drew Byrne, is here. So, hey, Drew, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you, Matt? Uh, I'm just chilling, living life over here. Uh, but yeah, we are live broadcasting from Clemson University, so that's always exciting. Um, before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to Kyle Duggar and Robert Hunt. For the performances at the NFL Combine, Kyle Duggar recorded the second highest vertical at the Combine this year, so he's making moves. Uh, but like I mentioned, during this episode, we're going to talk about the NFL Combine, uh, the NFL Free Agency, the Giants, and a little mock draft for that. And then to top it off, we have an interview with Dominique Davis, who is a defensive tackle from UNC Pembroke and a NFL draft prospect. So um, with the NFL a combine going on. I just want to talk about, give my opinion on what I think about it. All right, and Drew's gonna share it too. But uh, personally, before we get started, I want to say I think the combine is only good to separate yourselves to see if you have elite potential or not. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the athletic drills don't really mean nearly as much as what people see on film. But especially for like the smaller school athletes, they have to show that it's not just because they're playing its worst people, but that yeah. they also have the potential that a lot of the bigger schools do. Exactly, like Kyle Duggar. But, like, my example to it all right here is you could even relate it to, like, this year in the terms of the trait part. Right. So with, like, uh, Jerry Judy, he has, like, one of the highest floors, in my opinion, right? But his ceiling isn't that high because he doesn't have an elite trait, whether that's speed or height or anything. He's just a good route runner and can make moves. You compare that to, like, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf didn't do that great in college, right? But he possessed. He showed that he has a trace to want to go higher in the draft, make him become a second rounder, showing that he has elite talent. You know, being fast, being tall, being strong. Yeah, I feel like a lot of like the media really overvalues the combine because yeah. they're not really looking at all the tape like NFL scouts do. But most of the time, the NFL scouts, like with DK Metcalf, he didn't go nearly as high as a lot of the media thought after his incredible combine yeah. performance. I thought I, I was hoping he would not go in the first because he didn't deserve it. But he was going to go a lot later because his production cost is not that great. But as long as you're not like Elijah Holyfield and run like a 4-8 as a running back, you're okay. Like, that was terrible. <laughs> that was subpar <laughs> at best. Uh, how do you feel? You were, you were a Georgia fan at I that was time. A Georgia at that time, fan. you were a Georgia that fan. That was very disappointing. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to go that high to begin with, but after that, he <laughs> probably dropped at least a round or two from what Dude, he was I supposed to I don't think he got drafted. Like, no. He, he was terrible. And the Panthers signed him, and then they cut him. Yeah, that was not a, <laughs> He's great, not, he, not a great look for him. No, facts. Um, talking about the speed, uh, so Henry Ruggs, right? Do you think that he is going to go a lot higher because of his trace? He was supposed to be a first rounder already. Do you think he could hop over CD Lamb or Jerry Judy? I would be surprised if he hops over CD Lamb or Jerry Judy just because they've separated themselves, I think, from the rest of the wide receivers. But there's like that little pack of four yeah. uh, who are in there right like behind them with Chenault. And I feel like some teams could look at just the speed that he has and think of him as not quite Tyree Kill, but of that same sort of person or Deshaun Jackson who can take the top off the defense. Now let's hope he turns out like that and doesn't show out like my boy uh, John Ross. John Ross. John Ross is so bad. I remember one time I was talking to Drew. We were texting during that draft and uh, I told him he was going to go pick number nine in the Bengals because it's a Bengals move and guess yeah. what? He went number nine. <laughs> and it was a Bengals move because it was a terrible draft pick. <laughs> I mean... Hopefully they won't mess it up here, right? With uh, I mean, my yeah. boy Joe Burrow, bring bring that in discussion. You know, like I say, we want to do a little mock draft real quick. But uh, so the Giants are open for business, looking to trade down. You know, do you think there's gonna be a lot of trades during this draft? I definitely think there's gonna be some trades during this draft. You know, there's always trades. 
up high because teams are desperate to get their quarterback. But I feel like this year especially because there's a lot of teams who are up high who are going to try to jump each other, mm-hmm. try to get to their number one quarterback who they want. Yeah, so, you know, before we get into the trades real quick, we're going to do a little mock draft, right? During the top ten picks, uh, number one, I have the Bengals going Joe Burrow. It's going to happen. I don't care if he has small hands or not. I think he's going to go number one. Yeah. Who do you have them going? I don't see any reason for them not to go Joe Burrow. He's he's definitely the safest safest quarterback prospect available. He's from Ohio. Yeah. It's been leading that way the whole time. Exactly. I would be shocked do you if think, they don't pick Joe Burrow. Do you think he could spur a Eli Manning moment and ask for a trade? I don't think so. Do I think he should? Possibly. <laughs> because the Bengals, not a great franchise to go to. Right, and it, he's been working with Carson Palmer's brother, who famously wanted out and forced his way out of the Bengals, but I do not think that he will be attempting uh-huh. an Eli Manning. I, I don't I think he should stay over the Bengals. I think the Bengals are kinda good like I know like this sound really weird to say. I know I know you're probably he's laughing. I know like I sound like an idiot. But like look, Zach Taylor may not the greatest coach, but he's a decent office offensive minded coach. But they just franchise tag AJ Green. So if they can keep him around, try to make him happy, have uh, my boy uh not Golden Tate. I said Tate's not Tyler Tate. Boyd. Tyler Boyd, yeah. <laughs> if he stays there, Joe Mixon's a good running back. Their offensive line starting to get healthy. Could be a decent offense. Could be a decent team for him beyond. Uh, for the sake of this thing, we're not going to do the draft based off of trades, but we will talk about trades when a team comes up that could look to trade. But uh, with number two, the Redskins, you know, a lot of rumors are going. They're saying they're going to go Tua. They're going to get Tua. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to chase Young. I also don't think Dan Snyder wants to look like an idiot, the owner, and have them go Tua after he just forced them to get Dwayne Haskins last year. Uh, yeah, I also think they're going to go chase Young. I feel like he's the best overall prospect in the draft. He has the highest floor. Like I feel like when you pick Chase Young, you can't really go wrong, whereas with Tua, there's a lot of risk. And yeah, yeah Dan Snyder is all about Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> apparently. So, interesting call. I don't know if I'd be all about Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I I I'm not all about Dwayne Haskins. But, hey, they are, so I do not think they will be going for Tua. Uh, I don't, they better not. But, I mean, you never know. You know who they should get, go sign? Uh, my boy, Jameis Winston. If you need a quarterback, get yourself a Jameis Winston. All right? I'm not you even lying. You do love Jameis Winston. He's going to be a top five player. Uh, number three, the Lions. Here we go. This is where I think it's going to get a little wild. The Lions are going to spice it up a bit. Matthew Stafford heard there's rumors that he wants out. They could look to trade him. The Lions are not going Jeff Okuda. I know that'd be kind of wild. They are actually going to a tag of Viola, in my opinion. I could see that, especially if they do end up trading Matthew Stafford. However, I don't think that they're going to end up trading Matthew Stafford. I think he's going to end up staying. And I think that Jeff Okuda is most likely going to go to the Lions. I like Akuda, but I'm telling you, they they are they're trying to rebuild. They're trying to get rid of Darius Slay. They're trying to get they they cut like amazing defensive tackle with Damian Harrison. Just joking, <laughs> he's Harrison. not he's not that good, but he can eat he can eat. But uh, no, uh, I think they're gonna go to him for sure because I I think they're gonna try to just blow up the whole thing. You know, if he can stay healthy, he's gonna be great. And they need a new head coach for sure. Matt Patricia's dumb. He's just mentally unstable in my opinion. Yeah, Matt Patricia, not a it's not looking like a great hire so far. <laughs> You know, when you're when you're coaching them and they've got the third pick, that's yeah. never a promising yeah. sign. Yeah, but and, he, hey. and he has a pencil in his ear all the time, even though he needs an expo marker to write on his play call you're sheet. You're not wrong. So that's kind of iffy stuff. Uh, pick number four, the New York Giants. Let's go, my team. All right. So in this mock draft, I have the uh, I have the Giants going Jeff Okuda. Right. I have him getting him. I think that he is the uh, the best. The best player at in the secondary during this draft class, and the Giants need secondary help. 
yes, they could just go wilder for agency and sign Byron Jones. You know, my, my whole plan behind the Giants to make him successful is probably not going to happen because Dave Gettleman's there, so he's kind of dumb. But uh, he, I think he's the best secondary player. He can be a number one corner, and in my opinion, I think he has the best chance out of all the players to become an elite player, the best player in this draft class. Um, but I have them going, Jeff Kuda, although a trade probably is on the horizon. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like the Giants are a very likely trade candidate to trade down, but if they don't, I've already got Jeff Akut off the board. I feel like uh, Isaiah Simmons yeah. out of Clemson, I mean, he's super safe. He's going to be good mm-hmm. at the linebacker spot. He's super versatile, can play safety, even can play corner sometimes, and I feel like he's going to bring a lot to the Giants' depleted defense. Yeah, he could, but I uh, like Isaiah Simmons, all right? So, you guys asked for it. Not really, but I'm going to tell you. The uh, the Giants plan to success. Here we go. Here's what I think they need to do. I don't know if he's with me on this, but here's what's going to happen. They have $75 million in cap space. I told them this earlier, right? $75 million in cap space. Sign Byron Jones. This is going to be like the Janoris Jenkins free agency that happened a couple years ago, right? And that worked out so well. <laughs> it's going to work out even better this time <laughs> around. It can only go up, right? Um, but uh, I think they go Byron Jones, sign him. I think he's one of the most underrated defensive backs, at least in this draft. I don't know why he's not getting hyped up enough in free agency, but I got him going, right? 15 mil per year. Brings us down to 60. Then we go after Jadavion, or Jadavion, what? Jadavion Clowney or Yannick Ngakwe. That's like 20 mil right there. So we're out 35, so we have about 40 million left. And then we sign Jack Conklin at offensive tackle, have the complete team, right? So we have a good offensive line. A good defensive line now, a good secondary. Then we trade pick number four with the Dolphins, get pick number five, pick number 18, draft Isaiah Simmons, and then we can trade pick 18, and then a second-round pick and get, like, Jerry Judy, and then we're going to be really good, and then we're going to go 8-8. Eight and eight. All right, that's my plan. But uh, I don't know how likely that's going to happen, but what do you think? I, do you think that's possible? I don't think that that's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like you've been playing a little bit too much Madden recently. <laughs> Uh, if that all could work out, that would be ideal for them. But I don't see a lot of that, a lot of those trades going through for them. You know, uh, I, uh, I think you can dream. Dreaming is fun. you can dream, dreaming and as a fan, it's good to dream. Yeah. Um, but so, what do you, what do you think the most likely trade for the Giants? Do, what like what do you think is likely for the Giants to receive at the trade number pick number four? Wait, let's say Tua. Um, is still on the board when they when they come around. Uh, I think that it will probably be from the Chargers. I feel like the Chargers are going to trade up, try to pass the Dolphins because they know that the Dolphins want to uh, and need a quarterback. Uh-huh. So I feel like the Chargers could possibly trade pick number six, uh, first rounder next year, and maybe like a second or a third this year. Uh, to trade up with the Giants, so that way they can get whatever quarterback they uh-huh. feel like will be the most successful. For now, them. now, just for the sake of the argument, what if the Lions pick Tua? What do you think could happen then? Because there's, you know, people are saying Justin Herbert, Jordan Love are kind of flip flop, but who do you think's what do you think is going to happen there? Um, I feel like if the if one of the teams, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Panthers, really fall in love with either Justin Herbert or Jordan Love, then I could definitely see them making a move up. But if not, if like they think there's a clear separation between two and the rest of them, I could definitely see them just staying put. And then uh, the Giants end up getting a better player. All right, I, I guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens right there. Um, but I think, who thinks better, Herbert or Love? Uh, if I had to pick one, I would go with Jordan Love. Because really? I feel like he has a higher upside. I feel like... I'm not, Justin I, Herbert's, don't get me wrong, Justin Herbert's good. He's a little, he's not as mobile as Jordan Love. He's definitely more developed, but I feel like 
Jordan Love for a team who already has a quarterback who can sort of bridge the gap mm-hmm. would be better. But if you're expecting them to start straight away, then I would go with Justin yeah. Herbert. Well, I'm not trying to flex, but I Jordan Love signed one of my spatulas, so that's pretty cool. Well, you yeah. got me. Yeah, there. his signature is a J and a heart, which is kind of eh, but it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, but I think Justin Herbert, you're right. He definitely can move. Like I was when I said the Senior Bowl, my man should have gotten sacked like four times, but he was, right. he was able to move in the pocket, move up, go aside, and. Get a, get a little get a little pass going. He's good. He's a good player. I like Herbert more than Love, in my opinion. I think they're banking too much on Love's traits, but I think Herbert's a proven guy. Um, pick number five. So so far we have Joe Burrow going to the Bengals. For me, uh, Drew has Joe uh, Joe Burrow also going. Uh, the Redskins, I have them going. Chase Young, he also has them going. Chase Young. The Lions, I have them going. Tua, he has them going. Uh, Jeff Okuda, yep. I believe. And then the Giants, I had Okuda. He had Isaiah Simmons. So pick number five, the Dolphins. I have them going Justin Herbert. I think they're going to throw him in there. I think they're going to like him, see that he's a capable winner, and go my boy Justin Herbert. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Tua because I haven't have him come off the board yet. They were looking for Tua last year. Their whole tank for Tua strategy didn't quite work because they didn't get the number one overall <laughs> pick. But, hey, if it works out like this, then they'll have, they'll have done it okay. Yeah, exactly. They'll still end up with Tua. Yeah, they shouldn't have gone Ryan Magic if they wanted to be the worst team in the league. Because he's no, he's the goat. Mistake. All I'm saying he's is he's a guaranteed four he's, wins he's, a season. He's better than Tom Brady. All right, that's all I'm saying. Okay, uh, he went to Harvard too, so he was smart. All right, number six, the, the Chargers. Um, for the longest time, I've been debating, debating like giving a position player, just giving them somebody like Isaiah Simmons, an offensive lineman, and just find somebody in the quarterback market. But I think they're gonna they're gonna feel a lot of pressure from the fans, especially with the move to LA. Especially with Philip Rivers leaving, they need to get a quarterback. I'm gonna go in Jordan Love because he's the last remaining, quote unquote, elite quarterback prospect available. Yeah, I have them going with uh, Justin Herbert. I feel like they're gonna look for somebody to come in right away because obviously Philip Rivers is gone mm-hmm. and they need a new starting quarterback. So unless they bring somebody in during free agency, I feel like Justin Herbert's the safer pick for them. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, where do you think Philip Rivers is gonna go? Do you think he's even gonna be on a team? Uh, I think he will be on a team. Uh, I'd say maybe Indianapolis. I feel like Indianapolis could be a good fit for him. I can see that. I don't think the Panthers. I don't feel like the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers I, should be dumb. I feel because <laughs> so Philip Rivers at this point in his career wants to win. The yeah. Colts have a good overall team. organization and team around them. The Panthers, I mean, their best player just retired. I, like, <laughs> that just does not seem like a good win yeah, now for him. I mean, hey, also, Anthony Cast. Castizano, whatever, however you say his name, the offensive tackle, has announced he's returning for 2020 at offensive tackle for the Colts. So it's only looking up now. I mean, no Philip Rivers definitely needs his protection. He yeah, can't he really move anymore. I know. He does not wrap before he taps, so that's for sure. No, he needs to move <laughs> all of his children to Indianapolis. I'm sure that's going to be a fun talk. That's Moving from L.A. to Indianapolis, what a blast. All 11, all 11 kids right there. Um, Number seven with the Panthers. I have them going Derek Brown. I think they're just going to want a, a for sure quality defensive lineman in there. Him and Brian Burns could be a wrecking crew for many years. Would have been cool if they had Luke Keekley, but, you know, he said, screw this franchise, screw this team. We're not good. I don't want to get a concussion again. I'm out. But, yeah, I got them Derek Brown, a defensive tackle. Uh, I also think that they're going to go with Derek Brown. Uh, just he's another safe sort of selection. Yeah. You know, he's proven SEC quality, and I feel like, like he's not as much of a risk as if they go with like the fourth quarterback off the mm-hmm. board, which some people are thinking. Yeah, I I don't know why they would do that. I think they should just figure it out and tank tank for Trevor, right? Or just suck for Fields, or I should say just suck for Justin. Flop for Fields. Flop for Fields. Fail for Fields. There you go. F F F four four four. Wendy's. 
sponsorship right there. If only. I know. I have zero, so it's cool. <laughs> if any brands are listening to this and want to give my boy a sponsorship, that'd be great. Yeah, I would greatly appreciate it. I'd pay you guys to be my sponsor. All right. <laughs> Believe me, I'm struggling. Um, <laughs> all right. So, you know, uh, number eight, the Cardinals. As much as I want to say, dude, they're going to go wild. They're going to get a wide receiver. They're going to limit up. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that Cliff Kingsbury somehow, some way, is going to be kind of boring this year and drafted offensive alignment. A lot of people think that Jedrick Wills is going to be the guy going first offensive alignment off the board. Um, and I think Andrew Thomas is the safest pick from offensive alignment. But I have them going neither. I'm, I have them going Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa. I had a great combine, even though we don't value the combine here. He's a pretty good offensive lineman, and he had to go against some great Big Ten players. He's proven. I think he'd really be a good piece to that offense. Uh, I do think that would be a good pick, but I have them going with my favorite wide receiver in the draft class, C.D. Lamb. Uh, they've already got the Oklahoma connection with Kyler Murray, and while they do have a lot, they've got a few young, solid wide receivers like Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella. Uh, I feel like C.D. Lamb. Butler. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like C.D. Lamb could give them a real dominant number one wide receiver that Kyler Murray's definitely going to need as he develops further into his second and third years. So do you think they could possibly just sign a wide receiver instead? I feel like they could, but I think that C.D. Lamb is, is the way forward for them. I feel like he has superstar, superstar potential, and whoever they're going to sign isn't going to have that. I mean... I guess I guess that's a good point right there. But I still haven't gone Tristan Wirfs because they can get a good wide receiver in the second round. There's still a lot of quality ones, so we'll see. Um, I mean, A.J. Green's off the board from free agency because, you know, he got tagged, so that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're going to go after a tight end? I would not say sh- in the first round they're going to go after a tight end. There's no... no like, I mean, in free agency. Yeah, but in... Fr- okay, that, okay. Yeah. In free agency, yeah. I mean, they definitely need one, so either a tight end there or a tight end at some point in the draft right. would be a good thing for them. Give Kyler Murray a safety yeah. valve. Albert O, Missouri. I would say his last name, but I don't know. Okawangin? I don't know. I don't know how name. to pronounce it either. All right, uh, pick number nine, Jacksonville. Minshew Mania. Woohoo! Nick Foles. Super Bowl champion. Uh, I have them going after wide receiver. I don't think they're going to go Jerry Judy. I think they're also going with the traits to one of the best players, superstar potential, like Drew was talking about. C.D. Lamb can provide that number one target for this team that needs a number one target. I also think they're going to go with the wide receiver, but I'm going to go with Jerry Judy. Mm -hmm. He's arguably one of the three safest prospects yeah. in this draft. I can I cannot see Jerry Judy being a bust I don't either. during this draft, so I feel like he's solid. He's a fantastic route runner, yeah. and he'd give whichever quarterback they decide to start sure. a good option. Who, yeah. who do you think they should go with, Gardner <laughs> Minshew or Nick Foles? There's neither an option because <laughs> they should go Chad Haney. All right. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, here's the thing. Bring I don't think – back Mark Brunel. As much as much as Blake Bortles too, he's cool. As much as the they suck at draft, getting quarterbacks, they're so they're bad. So bad. Uh, but like, okay, so Minshew, I love Garney Minshew to death. I think he's a great guy, funny person. He does not have elite trait in his bone. He is he's not got that good. No arm strength. Nick, he's got solid accuracy. He's like the exact opposite of Nick Foles, who has solid arm strength but zero accuracy. Yeah, and Nick Foles, he got paid a lot of money, so they can't mess with Nick Foles. And that's the thing. That's the issue with Jacksonville. Minshew Mania looks pretty cool and all. But Nick Foles, right? Nick Foles is like... They paid him a lot of money, and that's just going to look like a bunch of stupid money if they just gave it to him and then don't start him. Uh... I think they're going to go with Nick Foles. 
I would probably give Nick Foles another chance, in my opinion, and then bring in Minshew, see what he can do, and then draft a good, another quarterback next year. So I, I guess to answer your question, Nick Foles to start. All right. I would, I would start uh, Gardner Minshew. Just, oh, yeah. just see what you have in them. You already know Nick Foles is a below-average NFL quarterback. You never know. Gardner Minshew could get up to average. So well, Nick Foles not? also won a Super Bowl, so what you're talking about below average, all right? He's kind of gas. He's not. Kinda he's kind of gas, all right. Unless yeah, this I man think... has played four good games his entire career. Okay, so how many games has Minshew played that are good? At least three. At least three. <laughs> <laughs> four is greater than three. Yeah. Fun fact: Did you know that Zion Williamson is seven and zero in all the games that he's won? I know that's that's a pretty crazy stat if you ask me. <laughs> Honestly, all right. Uh, number ten, the Browns. <sighs> the Browns. The Browns. The Browns. I got them going offensive linemen. Okay, they have a lot, a lot of elite players, but they don't have any good players on the offensive line. Tristan Wirth's off the board. They're going to bet on the potential. As much as I want to say they should go, again, Andrew Thomas, save his offensive lineman prospect. They should get him. But the Browns are kind of stupid, all right? So they're going to go Jedrick Wills, bet on the potential, throw him in an offensive line, offensive tackle. Uh, I think that they are going to go with Andrew Thomas because he's the best run-blocking offensive tackle in the game. In the draft, and uh, with their new offensive offensive coordinator, uh, who was at the Vikings last year, with Dalvin Cook, I feel like he's going to try to implement the run more yeah. with Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb was an animal. Nick last Chubb year. was an animal last year, so give him Andrew Thomas to block for him. I feel like that running attack will be even more dangerous. Yeah. Take a little bit of the pressure off Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Do you think they're going to force the pass as much? In- I hope not, just for the Browns' sake, because okay. if they keep forcing the pass. I can't see it going well for them. They need to feed Nick Chubb. Unless they had Jameis Winston, they can't force the pass. Because Jameis Winston's a goat. All right. So that kind of wraps up our top 10 uh, mock draft. And now moving on to free agent check. All right. So we got a free agency to talk about. As always, we have a lot of free agents we're going to cover. So this podcast might be extended, but make sure to listen because it's probably the best one we've done. Or it's kind of fun. So listen to it. Uh, you better. All right, so uh, start things off. We're going to position to position. First one, we're going to, we might go skip through a couple guys, say we're going to go move on or go in death, but we'll see. So the first position group obviously is not the kicker group, unfortunately, or the punter group, but the kicker group. Underrated. The underrated group, the quarterback group. All right, most underrated position. Oh, yeah, definitely not the most talked about position at all. Dude, I don't even know who's the quarterback for the Giants. <laughs> Geno Smith? Right? It's got to be. It has to be. I mean, he replaced Eli Manning. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Stupid Eli Manning. All right. All right. So first one, uh, potentially the GOAT, Tom Brady. Uh, where do you think he's going to go? I honestly, honestly, if I'm being realistic, I think he's going to resign with the Patriots on a two-year contract. Mm. Now, there's a lot of options for him. You know, they've got the Chargers has been talked about a bunch. Obviously, he could go to the Colts, the Raiders. The Titans. The Titans. Thank you for mentioning the Titans. You're welcome. All right. He's going to the Tennessee Titans. He was FaceTiming Mike Vrabel the other day. Come on. It's going to happen. He's going to he, – listen, Tom Brady is going to be the reason why Vrabel cuts off his penis. All right. That's going to happen. All right. It's going to be sliced off. He's not going to have a dick. It's going to be gone. Or they could have just talked because they're like friends because they used to play together. They play together? Yeah. Oh, that's hella weird. They bro. won imagine, Super Bowls together. Imagine playing – imagine your teammate coaching you. Yeah. That's kind of weird. There you go. Tom Brady, knock on to the Knock on the Titans. Titans. How about the Colts? Do you think he's really going to go to the Colts? I don't think he's going to go to the Colts because of the rivalry he had with exactly. Peyton Manning. So he's going to go... Yo, okay. This is mentioned. The Giants. Is he going to the Giants? No, he's not. Do you think that could happen? No. No, I don't think the, that. The Giants aren't going to... Uh, there was forward. a rumor that they might, might sign with the Giants. All oh, right? that was a bad rumor. It was from uh, G- it was from G-Men Army on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I don't, think, I don't think that's a reliable source. I'm not going to lie. All right. Well, unfortunately, he's not. I don't want him to go to the Giants. So Tom Brady, I also have him going back to the Patriots. Ryan Tannehill, where's he going? Dolphins. No. Uh, I think he's... I think he's going to go back to Tennessee. Yeah, that's an easy money re-sign. Yeah. If they can't re-sign him to a contract, they're going to franchise tag him. Yeah. There's no way that after they made the AFC Championship with him that they're going to let him go. Exactly. And it's not like Marcus Mariota was productive. So. Exactly. Uh, next one, Jameis Winston. My man, famous Jameis, the GOAT, his legend himself. He better go back to Tampa. I haven't gone back to Tampa. They're going to want him back. Bruce Aarons is playing hard to get. You know, They're just having a little game together. It's just a little flirt, a little flirt here, a little flirt there. A dig, a dig. You know? He's going back. My man played with a torn meniscus, a broken finger, and he was blind. So basically, he did that and still, and still put up 30, 30 touchdowns. 5,000 yards. That's crazy. All right. Put him in there with a good running back, maybe Melvin Gordon, and two insane wide receivers, Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Evans. It's a match made in heaven. Jameis, famous Jameis, crab lick stealing Jameis is going back to Tampa Bay. I could definitely see him going back to Tampa Bay. However, just, just hear me out on this one. What about the Chicago Bears? I knew you were going to say that. The Bears are helpless, but the I The Bears, think... put Jameis Winston in there. He can make like weapons like Allen Robinson, Tariq Cohen out of the backfield. They've got the dominant defense. The Bears could go far with Jameis Winston. I'm gonna be they really... need to move off Mitch Trubisky they straight do. away. Mitch is so stupid. Uh, but yeah, Jameis Winston, here's the thing. He needs good players around him to be good. As much as I love him, he needs... Allen Robinson's not that great. All right, he's not that good. No, he you're get, not wrong. He gets injured a lot. He, as much as he's trying to make it sound good, he's not. But uh, David Montgomery in the backfield too. David Montgomery, uh, overrated by the way. Trash. He dropped him on his fantasy team and traded him to me, and he was still bad. Uh, Terry Cohen's small. He can't even see over the offensive line. And then you got nobody else that's good. They might sign Austin Hooper. I don't know, but they hey, this, they've got a dominant dominant defense. I, I also don't think uh, the only reason I don't think he might he might not go back to Tampa Bay. I think Bruce Arians thinks that he can win with Adam. I don't think he wants to pay yeah. him that much money. He's been talking so much. Serious <laughs> um, hates him, bro. Yeah, he's been talking so much about Jameis Winston, talking trash. I feel like if he does go back, that's going to be not a great dynamic in the locker yeah. room. All right, well, so I got Jameis going back to Tampa Bay, and you have him going to the Bears? Going to the Bears. All right. Dak Prescott. Dak is whack. All right, he's, just, he's whack. But uh, I, I have him going, ultimately going back to Dallas. As much as I was like, yo, this would be kind of wild Tom Brady signs there. That would be crazy. It's not going to happen. Dak Prescott's going to get a deal that he shouldn't get and go back to Dallas. Hear me out. Hear me oh, out on this one. Hear me out. Hear All me right. Out. Dak Prescott either goes back to Dallas on the franchise tag because yeah. Dak Prescott wants so much money. Yeah, I think right? it's a franchise He tag. wants so much money. So I definitely think... He's go- he was probably going to get franchise tag this year. Mm-hmm. But maybe next year, I could definitely see him leaving. I feel like Jerry Jones, they don't want to pay him that much money. They think that he's a limited quarterback. I could definitely see him leaving. Maybe not this year, but next year. I'd be shocked if he stays with Dallas long term. What if he just gets the Kirk Cousins treatment? He plays mediocre. And then keeps getting franchise, franchise tags. And then gets a guaranteed contract somewhere else. Hey, I could see it. I mean, quarterbacks, they're they're a wanted commodity, even for the average ones yeah. like that, Prescott. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. He's going to Miami. He's going to the Dolphins. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. Nah, you're yeah. wrong. All right, uh, moving on. Last group of quarterbacks, the the New Orleans boys. All right, Taysom Hill, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees. Ah, they all suck. Nah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teddy Bridgewater overrated as hell. I hate Teddy Bridgewater with a passion. I used to love him, but now he wants all this stupid money that he does not deserve. And I don't like him now. He, he's he. They're trying to pay. So Teddy Bridgewater, his case is yo. I want like what six and zero, right? Seven and zero as a yeah. starter. 
Man didn't put up like he put up like thirteen points in like three games. Like he was not good with that team, and they have a bunch of pieces. Who would you rather have, Teddy Bridgewater, Dak Prescott? I hate them both. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dak Prescott. I'm gonna go Dak. I'm betting on Dak. I would definitely take Teddy Bridgewater over there. I think that you're severely underrating Teddy Bridgewater. Is he the greatest quarterback of all time? No. Is he gonna win a lot of games by himself? No. But put him in a good system, right? Good offense, solid defense. He can definitely win you some games. The team that I think he's going to go to, you ready? The Colts. I think Teddy Bridgewater to the Colts, yeah. right? Yeah. Strong possibility. I like that. that if he good. goes to the Colts, they've got a lot of weapons. They've got T.Y. Hilton. They've got a good defense. Right. They're young. Great offensive line. I understand, line. but what separates him from Jacoby Brissett? Um, well, I don't think Joe Brissett's that good. He's so much more accurate. Teddy Bridgewater, underrated accuracy. Jacoby Brissett... I don't know. I feel like he lacks on on a lot of accuracy sometimes, especially in important games. Yeah, I, I just I don't see I don't see Teddy Bridgewater. I th- I know he has those skill sets. But I just I don't think I think yeah I guess he is. Joe Curry reset. Mark it down, Teddy Bridgewater. If he goes to the Colts, Colts are making the playoffs this year. I'd hope they would make the playoffs. They should have made it this past year. Just but, saying. Okay, well you know I'll give you a I'll give you five dollars if he signs for the Colts. All right. He he shook my hand, guys. Uh, Taysom Hill, BYU bound. How overrated is Taysom Hill on a Bro. scale of one to ten? Uh, twenty. Yeah, like right, at least a hundred. All right, he's a his last name's Hill, but they're treating him like a mountain. Boom. That was a good wow, one right that was there. Hilarious. That was quality. Where do you think he's gonna go? I have him going back to New Orleans. Cheap, relatively cheap contract, like a two-year, thirty million dollar contract. Two-year, thirty million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's at least twenty-nine more million dollars. Now I'd pay him. Um, <laughs> t- I Taysom Hill. Everybody makes a big deal about him being, like, the greatest overall He's football 29. player because he can make tackles and he can, like, run the ball and catch <laughs> passes and he's a quarterback guess what he's not that good of a quarterback right exactly. he's thrown like seven passes in his entire career and they're about to keep him instead of teddy bridgewater who's at least won games like uh, is this... why would you choose Taysom hill over teddy bridgewater uh, when you started teddy bridgewater like last exactly. season exactly Taysom hill's old too he's 29 and here's the other thing correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure i saw a little fact i know they're both gadget yeah. guys I saw that Muhammad Sanu has more passing yards than Taysom Hill does in his whole career. Muhammad Sanu, better completion percentage, more <laughs> passing yards, more touchdowns. Muhammad Sanu has almost a perfect quarterback rating. Honestly, I don't know why the, Dude, they don't just sign him. Yeah, why they just give Muhammad Sanu like a two-year, $60 million contract? Honestly. Like, he, he'd be sick. Uh, and Taysom Hill, I don't care if he plays linebacker. If he's your starting quarterback, like he said, he's not going to be playing yeah, a linebacker. As soon as, as soon as he becomes a starting quarterback, he won't play the other positions. Exactly. And then he'll be exposed as an average quarterback. All right, so uh, moving on to running uh, Drew Brees going back to New Orleans. Yeah, All right. yeah, for sure. Moving on, running backs. Melvin Gordon, have him signing with Tampa Bay. They need a running back. Fits good in that system. I have him going there. Uh, I could see him going there. I could also see him going to uh, maybe the Dolphins. Draft a, then when they draft a quarterback, I could see them taking on Melvin Gordon, try to give him a more dominant Presence takes some pressure off, yeah. possibly to uh, Justin Herbert, Jordan Love, one I, of those guys. I could see that. Give him a couple more dollars than he deserves. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this is gonna be. I thought it was gonna rapid fire section right here, but uh, I guess not. So Kenyon Drake. All right. He did really well for the Cardinals, but here's the thing. I was talking to him about this earlier. They have David Johnson. I think they should resign Kenyon Drake. But where do you think David Johnson will go if that were to happen? Yeah, I don't really. Know. I feel like there's a lot of different options. Do you think they cut him David or trade Johnson. him? I think they cut him. I don't think anybody's going to want to take on his contract. That's yeah. the main problem with David Johnson. He has a massive contract that he signed, and he's gotten injured, and he hasn't been that good. Yeah. So I say they resign Kenyon Drake, and 
David Johnson ends up going to maybe Tampa Bay, maybe the Chargers after they lose. Yeah, I, th- I think David Johnson could just go t- on a cheap contract to a team that's really good. Like, honestly, like I could see him pairing Jeez. back. That'd be good. There you go. I was going to say the Patriots, but that's better. That's better than what I was thinking. Uh, boom. All right, Derek Henry, I don't know where the hell he's going. I want to say he's re-signing with Tennessee, but I don't think that's going to end up happening. Um, maybe, I don't know. I, I'm kind of clueless. I, maybe Miami, like he was saying with Melvin Gordon, he could just go in there. Kind of, because they also see that they have a young quarterback. Derek Henry was a tank, right? He made Ryan Taylor look like he's worth a million bucks. Oh, well, I guess you say like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't gone like the Dolphins. Someone that just needs a running back really bad and a young quarterback. I think if the Titans can find a long-term deal with Ryan Tannehill, I think they'll franchise tag Derrick Henry and then let him go. Mm-hmm. But if they have to use the franchise tag on Ryan Tannehill, I think Derrick Henry's probably gone. He's going to want the most expensive contract for a running back ever. And honestly, I feel like he's gone possibly to somebody like, Tampa Bay. I don't uh-huh. know. Just one of those main running back spots yeah, yeah, that yeah. need a dominant mm-hmm. rusher. All right. So moving on to receivers, uh, we're going to throw in a couple of receivers and a couple of tight ends. So the first receiver, Amari Cooper. I have him going. I'm going back to Dallas. They want to keep him. They voice. I think they like Amari Cooper a lot more than they would like Dak Prescott. So I have him going to Amari, signing him to a deal, getting him locked up. I think Dak. If Dak Prescott resigns a big deal, then they're going to have to choose between Byron Jones and Amari Cooper. Um, maybe they can't get either. I think that they're going to end up re-signing Amari Cooper, but watch out for the Buffalo Bills. They have a bunch of cap space. They need oh, that would be sexy. Josh Allen. Josh oh. Allen. They, the main thing that Bomb they need. Bomb dropping, man. He needs, the, he needs a wide receiver. Watch out for the Buffalo Bills. Massive contract offer to Amari Cooper. That would be, be amazing. I hate, this is the other thing. Josh Allen. Oh, man. Him and an elite wide receiver would be perfect. I know. That would be great. Um, Hunter Henry. I have him going to... Uh, Crap, where do I have him go? I'm going to a team. I'll let you go first, and then I'll tell you where he's going. All right, Hunter Henry, uh, injury-prone tight end from the Chargers. Last person who's an injury-prone tight end uh, who's from the Chargers, Ladarius Green, went to the Steelers, one of the worst uh, contracts we've ever made. Um, But Hunter Henry, hopefully he can come back healthy. Maybe he goes to somebody like the Dolphins. They have a bunch of cap space. They don't really have a good tight end. They might need somebody as a nice safety valve. Mm -hmm. For their rookie quarterback, Dolphins, Hunter Henry. Dolphins, Why not? Take I have, a risk on him. I have the Raiders going after him. Pair him up with Darren Waller. The one-two punch. One-two punch right there. And listen to the other thing. Think about going to Tom Brady. Tom Brady loves his, loves his tight ends. He does love so his tight ends. That would be kind of nice. Let's just say one of them is not a murderer, all right, because that would be kind of deadly. <laughs> all right. Good joke, good joke. I know. I'm a funny guy. Uh, Austin Hooper, uh, he's not wanted by Atlanta. Neither is Eric Ebron wanted by the Colts, according to their uh, Instagram exchange. I'm into that in-depth look. Um, but I have Austin Hooper going to the Patriots, being that tight end. He can't replace Gronk. I think he's worse than Hunter Henry, but he's still a really good tight end. I think, is he worse than Hunter Henry? Ta- is he less talented? Most certainly. Is he probably a better sign? Would I rather him sign for my team? Uh, yes, because Hunter Henry, very injury prone. Do I know where he's going to go? Not really. So let's say, I don't know, the Houston Texans, you know, give Deshaun Watson an even more explosive offense. They've got enough cap space. Why not sign Hunter? Why not sign Austin Hooper? Austin Hooper, you said you said the Texans. Yeah. All right, that'd be oh, that'd be cool. That'd be him with DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah. That'd be wild. Will Fuller taking the top off the defense. Also taking his ACL injury. And yeah. Hopefully tearing. he can come back healthy. Yeah. I will see. Um, last guy, we have to talk about this guy. He's he's underrated, and you know why? He is underrated. You know why he was good though? Guess who his quarterback was? No, not Tom Brady. You have another guess? Who? Who? Not Andrew Luck, because he retired. <laughs> Not Aaron Rodgers. Not Mahomes. Nope. Nope. Lamar Jackson? Nope. Uh Uh-uh, no sir. 
Jameis Winston. Woo. That's right. We are talking about Brashad Perriman. Uh-huh. When this man got drafted and then played like three games because he kept getting injured in his rookie year and then was terrible, I thought he was done for. Did I know before the season he was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? No. But did he have a really productive season for them as the third option? Definitely. Hell yeah. And he's set himself up for a good free agency pay. Where do you think he's going to go? Where do I think uh, he's going to go? <laughs> I don't know where I think he's going to go. I think that maybe the Colts could sign him uh-huh. as a secondary wide receiver mm, to T.Y. Hilton. I could see that as a solid option what for about them. The 40- maybe the Giants. Ooh, I hope not. What about the 49ers? <laughs> no, I don't think the 49ers are going to sign him. I feel like they're just going to re-sign somebody like Emmanuel Sanders yeah, and just keep uh, it yeah. going. Debo is still there, too. Yeah, he yeah. would look... He's got he's got a lot of upside, Debo Samuel. Yeah, Debo Samuel, he's a he's an interesting fellow. He's a gadget guy. He's almost like a Taysom Hill. He is almost like a Taysom Hill, <laughs> except better. Except way better. Um, next off the line, Jack Conklin. I have him going to. I'm um, not that I as much as I want him to go to the Giants. I don't think he's going to the Giants. I think he's going to the Jets. There's a lot of rumors. If he leaves Tennessee, he's going to the Jets. Meaning he's going to the Jets. I think that's a solid choice. I'm gonna say somebody maybe a little bit outside the box i'm gonna go with the arizona cardinals they need mm-hmm. some more offensive line help for sure is jack conklin gonna get a higher contract than what he probably deserves maybe was he great this year no but he has a lot of talent he's been solid in the past so i could see him going to the arizona cardinals all uh, right i think next one bringing him up uh, brandon Shreff running off of that i think they're gonna go after brandon Shreff and sign him they're gonna pay him he's worth it i think Brandon is a better offensive lineman than jack conklin worth the money He's going to the Cardinals, and like I said, if they get Tristan Wirfs, perfect combo. They still have good cap, and uh, they can they can figure out wide receiver later. Good combo, good combo. I'm gonna go with uh, the Jets. Actually, oh, they need wow. to pro- they need to protect Sam Darnold. Uh, why not sign Brandon Shreff? I think he's I think he's one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. Uh, he's, I don't know why the Washington's just letting uh, him go. I think that's a, I think that's dumb. a terrible idea. Hey, here's my theory, right? You're a good offensive lineman if you're on one of our franchises, all right? So we play Madden a lot, all right? We always, I always get Brandon Schreff. If I don't have him, he has him. Meaning, Brandon Schreff is pretty darn good. Exactly. Right? Uh, now moving on, flipping to the other side of the ball. And again, not the kicker or the punter area, unfortunately so, but the defensive line area. So we have a lot of good defensive linemen, a lot of good front seven players. Oh, my gosh. A lot of good offense. I'm sorry. Cut. cut. <laughs> uh, we might leave this in there just for a funny little aspect of it. Uh, we'll see. Let me know if you hear this. Um, but the front seven, all right? So we're going to go defensive line, Jadavion Clowney. I'm just going back to Seattle. Nothing fancy. I was, Again, wish he went to the Giants, but Seattle. Uh, I could see him going back to Seattle. I could also see a massive Miami contract coming in. They've got the most cap space in the NFL. They just need players, honestly. So I'm going to go with uh, the Miami Dolphins signing Jadavion Clowney. It's like he almost forgot that he said he did not want to go to the Dolphins and they tried trading for him. No, don't get me wrong. I don't think he wants to go to the Dolphins per se, but... If they give him enough money, I definitely think Jadavion Clowney could go for it. Uh, he said he wants to win, so he's going. I think he, I think he likes Russell. I think he's not going to battle. I think he likes though. the Seahawks as well. I, I think that's a solid yeah. choice. And it's in Seattle, which is cool. And it's always rainy in Seattle, yeah, which I is awesome. Say, cool. I definitely rather live in Miami, but, but yeah. they have a needle tower, so that's cool. Right, There's a lot of cool things. You know what's even cooler? They don't have a basketball team. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Hey, maybe they'll get one soon. Uh, Jadavion Clowney signs. Hey, Oklahoma City, gross. Hey, underrated. Oh, uh, whatever. Yannick and Gakwe. I believe in the Jags and the Giants. The Giants are going from a shit ton of money that he does not deserve. Does not deserve it at all, but he's going to do it, and yeah, they're going to sign him. Self-proclaimed best pass rusher in the Ooh! NFL. Uh, best pass rusher. I mean, hey, he's solid. Don't get me wrong. Is he worth the money? No. I could definitely see the Giants signing him. 
I don't know whether I would want to sign him if I was the Giants, but hey, you got a lot of cap space. Maybe the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. Team like that, pair him up with a uh, Chandler, Chandler Jones, Jones. one-two punch, fifteen and a half sacks. He was an animal last yeah, exactly. out of Syracuse. Just to let you know. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm letting you know. So you have him going to Arizona. Arizona's gonna be spending a lot of money. Uh, next up, Chris Jones. He, I think he offered, did he get franchise tagged by the, the Chiefs? I I feel like so. he did. So if guess, not, he will be getting franchise tagged by the Chiefs. And, can bank on them. And if for him. some reason they do not franchise tag him, he's going to the Dolphins. Getting a crap ton of money, almost like Jadavion Clowney. Yeah. But he already won the ring, so he doesn't need to worry about winning. Good point. I would be shocked if he doesn't go back. Yeah. I don't know. Money talks. Is it? So, wait, when you get franchise tag, do you have to, like, stay with that team? If you get franchise Is it like a... Yeah. All right. I figured. Um, next up, Shaq Barrett. I haven't gone back to Tampa Bay. They said they want to franchise tag him. I think they're going to franchise tag him. Then try to work out a long term deal, but they're definitely going to franchise tag yeah, him. Yeah, I think they'll go back to Tampa Bay as well. I think he probably wants to go back to Tampa Bay. You know, he it really it. exactly it really helped him blossom. Yeah. He was he was looking a little a little iffy the first couple of years, but uh-huh. hey, now that he's in Tampa Bay, new environment. He's Again, good. not trying to flex, but three years ago, I dropped him Madden all the time, and he's a tank. All right, yeah, so true. I knew that he was going to be good. Um, but something I just want to say about find out about Shaq Barrett again. He's getting all this hype and he deserves it. But like, my it's God, a risky he was hella good. Like the first like three games, he got like nine sacks. This man did so bad the rest of the season. Like he got a couple two sack games, but he did not do that great. I no. think they should sign Def- him just long. definitely a risky investment. Yeah. I definitely franchise tag him first. I, I just keep on the franchise tag and then let him walk after he disappoints. He's like a Ziggy Ansah. <laughs> That's what he is. He's Ziggy Ansah. Uh, now moving on to linebackers, Chris Littleton and Dante Fowler, both on the Rams, so we're going to do a little combo mambo, I guess. But uh, I think I have Dante Fowler. I think he's going to bank off that 10.5 sack season that somehow he got and go get paid a lot of money somewhere other than the Rams. So uh, where do you think he's going to go? I'll see you um, in a second where I think he is. I definitely also think he's going to leave the Rams. I feel like they'll re-sign Littleton, but they'll get rid of Dante Fowler. I don't think they need him as much uh-huh. as they need Littleton. Um, maybe the Raiders. The Raiders. I could see the Raiders uh-huh. getting Dante Fowler. They uh, need a bit more of a pass rush going on. That'd they be, got, that'd they be got a bit of cap space. Maybe if the Cardinals uh, can't sign another pass rusher, they'll go for Dante Fowler as like a secondary option. Let me throw this. So he, I, he, I think he might go to the Giants. I think they might just see that and be dumb and do it. But here's let me throw something out. I almost forgot Eric Armstead. Right, this he's been he was he had a quality year this year. There's rumors that the 49ers were looking at franchise sagging him, but they're not sure. They haven't done it yet. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But do you think that they might? If that were to happen, I say Armstead leaves again. The Dolphins are becoming a very popular name. Goes to the Dolphins, becomes that great defensive lineman for them. Do you think that he could go to the um, the Forty Nineers to replace him? Almost. Uh, I could see him going to the Forty Niners, but I also feel like he might want a bigger role mm-hmm. in the system. He's been that just there. He'd be like more of a rotational piece. I feel like he wants to be not necessarily the main pass rusher, but be on the field a lot yeah. and there with Nick Bosa and all the other defensive linemen that they have. He might struggle. Yeah. Well, he's not going to get paid like, as a role player, so I don't think that really matters yeah. to him. So we'll see. Chris Littleton, do you have him going? You said back to the Rams? I think he's going back to the Rams. I yeah. think the Rams need him. They're one of their weakest points on their teams, mm-hmm. the linebacker position. I feel yeah. like they're definitely an easy reason. I think he'd go to the Raiders, like you said, about Dante, or honestly the Jets. The Jets, you know, before Anthony Barr spurred and left them, I think he could be that piece that fits in for the Jets, pair him up that. to C.J. Mosley, who's also very underrated as a linebacker. Uh, Matthew Judon from the Ravens. I haven't gone back to the Ravens. I think they let a lot of guys leave and their linebacker, the core, last year in defense, and they saw what the effect was. He's not going to demand the money that C.J. Mosley demanded, but he's still going to get a hefty good old contract. So I'm going to the Ravens. Yeah, I think that he'll also go back to the Ravens. Why leave the number one seed in the AFC? 
You know, yeah. might as well stay as long as as long as they give enough money. I would be shocked. Well, the reason to leave is because Lamar Jackson's overrated as hell. He's just he's not that good, guys. He's really not that good. He, I could definitely see a, a decrease, but I mean, hey, hey, I think Matthew Judon yeah. stays. Well, bud, hey, bud, how you doing, friend, mate, bud, bud Dupree, bud Dupree. Uh, uh-huh. Let me tell you, uh-huh. a Steelers fan right here, <laughs> bud Dupree, underrated. Right? He's his, overrated. All right, he's so let, hear overrated. me out, hear me out. First season, rookie year, he did really, really well. Then he struggled with injuries, got left out of the rotation a little bit. This year, contract year, it didn't look it looked like the Steelers were just gonna let him walk, but then he was absolutely amazing this year. The Steelers, they're trying to keep that whole young uh, defense together with Devin Bush, TJ Watt, Javon Hargrave. They're trying to keep that whole core together. I think he resigns with the Steelers. I could see that. I think he is going to resign with the Steelers because I think he's going to want to stay put. But I, let me just explain. He's not that good here, right? I know he got 10 half sacks, but he was just only thriving because of TJ Watt. No, that's why. Like, in that system, I feel like he thrives. But in another system, he might not be as good. So that's, yeah, why, I think yeah. he, I, that's why I think he resigns. I think, yeah, I could see that. Um, Unless he just wants to go somewhere better location, I, I'm just I just don't think he's gonna be that great wherever he, wherever he goes. Like you said, um, I, think if he leaves, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna lose production on the Steelers. though. honestly, I think he's not gonna be that great again. Uh, I think he'll probably stay somewhat the same. I think they're gonna end up next year blitzing like Devin Bush more. Maybe yeah. he'll drop off a little bit, but he's athletic. He's solid in coverage. He's well, just overall. Here's here's my question about it. All right, so you watched Bud Dupree. Why did he? So why did he strive so much this year compared to other years? Uh, other years, well, one TJ Watt took a major step forward, really demanding a bunch of uh, attention from the offensive line. So Bud Dupree was more of like an unsung hero like when other teams were game planning for him mm-hmm. also this was like his first real season of being fully healthy since his rookie year yeah so as true. long as he can stay healthy then i feel like he'll continue yeah. to thrive yeah that's good I, I can see that but uh now moving on to the defensive back area we got out my boy byron jones i'm gonna take the lead on this one byron jones going to the new york football giants the new york football giants the new york football giants hey Drew, where's he going um, he could the New go York to the football Giants. Giants. He's, I would be shocked if he doesn't leave the Cowboys. I feel like the Cowboys are trying to keep, you know, Dak and Amari, and they're just not going to have enough room, you know, in their salary. And he's going to be the oddball out and, and go to the Giants. Gonna he's going to say, he's going to say, screw Jerry Jones. I'm going to lock up Amari Cooper and make Dak Prescott look really whack. I'm going to be, I'm going to be Matson's hero. That's what he's going to be. He's going to be my hero. I love Byron Jones. Oh as gosh. much as I don't want to say that he's going to go to the Giants, I also think he's going to go to the hey, Giants. Hey, let's as go. A, as, as a revenge on uh, the Cowboys underrating him. I think he okay. wants to play them again. And I think that he Byron Jones is a tank. Him. He is such a, he's an animal. He's so underrated. Like, like I said, nobody talks about Byron Jones. Every, he's like, definitely underrated. But he's one of the best, one of the best corners in the NFL. Uh, I, I believe so too. Um, Next up, uh, Anthony Harris from the Vikings. My man was tied for the most interceptions this year. Extremely overrated. I, I, I just don't. I, I never heard of this guy before ever. And then he obviously he had a great season this year. I think he's gonna get a decent contract. But I just, I, the reason why I say he's overrated is this is like, how good can he be if he's gone on the radar for so long, and just had one good year? Like yeah, you think it's a fluke I, it's season? Definitely, it's definitely a risk. Yeah. For him to con- for him to go somewhere, uh, you know, if you're planning on signing him he's a little bit like uh shaquille barrett yeah you know a risk one season wonder maybe or is this a lot of development i don't know i feel like he's probably gonna sign a short-term deal but for a lot of money maybe a two-year big money contract somewhere do you think he stays with the vikings i don't think so i don't think he stays with the vikings because the vikings have a lot of money locked up other places yeah savior rose smack i thought that guy was good but i guess i guess not but uh honestly here's what i think is gonna happen i think anthony harris 
He's going to get a bigger contract. We keep going back to this team over and over and over again because they're rebuilding. I haven't gone to the Dolphins. Dolphins, they get a quarterback on there. They get a couple quality players with their picks. They get a, a defensive lineman, you know, where that's a JV on Clowney, hopefully for them, or Chris Jones, Yannick Ngakwe, maybe a Dante Fowler. But then they get a good secondary piece in there. Hopefully Xavier Howard doesn't have to deal with any more assault charges, you know, yeah. that could prevent, or I guess to say, for like the Dolphins' sake, right? And then they also have a, they don't have Minka Fitzpatrick, so they need they need some help on They there. definitely do need yeah. some help. I could see that as a solid destination. For and them. the last one, Chris Harris Jr. I didn't even know he was a free agent until Chris Harris he told Jr. me. So. He's, he's fallen off a little bit, don't yeah. get me wrong, but I feel like in the right system, maybe instead of having to play as a lockdown, lockdown corner, he'd be better. But I don't think he's going to go to a place where he's the second corner. I think somebody's going to sign him for big money, somebody who probably hasn't done that much scouting on him. So the Las Vegas Raiders seem like the <laughs> perfect place for Chris Harris oh to get gosh. overpaid. Uh, that's a perfect. They should uh, They should make um, I forgot. Adam Jones, Pac-Man. He should come out of retirement and play with him too. Perfect, Honestly, perfect whole combo. Squad. Honestly, rolling up. Uh, I also don't know why they want to trade Von, or Von Joseph. What's his name, bud? Carl Joseph, Carl Joseph. I always like Carl Joseph. But yeah, Chris Harris Jr., yeah. And I could see that too, especially with the Raiders. Having that be a rival, being like, yeah. oh, dude, he was they good. Have ag- a massive need to he was good against us. You know, we're the Raiders, so we're like the best team in the league. So he was good against us. So he has to be incredible, exactly. right? So I could, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, I don't think the Chargers or the Chargers. I don't think the Broncos want to keep him either. No doubt. I just, I think they want to move. Then they want to trade him away at the deadline. Yeah, yeah. So uh, moving on, we have a couple of really elite players to talk about now, real quick. So um, the first one, Von Bell. Let me tell you guys a little story. All right, Von Bell. All right, greatest Madden Mobile safety of all time. Madden Mobile, six years ago, that was peak Madden Mobile. I had an incredible team with 75-rated Von Bell Bell. as my starting free safety. And let me tell you, best player on my team. I have to ask you this question, though. I feel like you're forgetting somebody. Jonathan Seifert. Jonathan Seifert was was also incredible. They were both incredible, but... I don't know. I feel like I might have to go with Von Bell. I, I like I like Von Seifert. Bell, greatest hands in Madden Mobile. Oh, okay. Good to know. Also, fun fact. My fact is not as cool as his about Von Bell. Not nearly as cool. But, like, I used, like, two years, like, last year, two years ago, on Madden, you know, franchise on the Xbox, because the Xbox is way better than the PlayStation. I used to drop him all the time at safety, because I always forgot this about his safety. He's a free safety, I believe. I always forgot about needing a free safety. And he's always there. He's 76 overall. Still there from Ohio State. You know, DBU. I'm like, ah, might as well get him. So he's been on my team a while. But then I trade him, which is cool. But, yeah, Von Bell's the guy. Where is he going? Honestly, he could really go anywhere. <laughs> is he going to command big money? I have no idea where Probably he's going. Probably not. But I'm going to go with uh, the Cowboys. They're going to need some more secondary help after Byron Jones leaves. Uh, they could bring in Von Bell. Yeah, there you go. The Cow- I don't know. I just want to talk about Von Bell because he's a cool guy. Love Von Bell. Uh, maybe, honestly, maybe Von Bell goes to the Patriots. You know, they're going to probably lose the McCourty twins. I feel like it's a possibility. Throwing him there at safety could really rejuvenate that defense. I could, I could see it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the oldie, the but the goodie, Andrew Whitworth. Where Andrew is he going? Andrew Whitworth. I remember a couple seasons ago when he was on the Rams. Absolutely incredible. Last year fell off a bit, but hey, he's super old, so don't expect a big, long <laughs> But he's experienced. he's experienced. He's experienced. If the Patriots re-sign Tom Brady, 
I could definitely see him going to the Patriots. Uh, especially that injury-prone Isaiah win. Exactly. Over there. I could see that. Um, do you think he's ever going to win a Super Bowl? Do I think he, Whitworth is ever going to win a Super Bowl? Uh, no. No. Uh, I would no. He will not win a su- bold uh, prediction uh, only here. Andrew Whitworth will not win a Super Bowl uh, in his career. I hope he does. I mean, he played for the Bengals for like 15 years. That's almost worse than being like Joe Thomas. That, yeah, exactly. Now moving on to someone who will win a Super Bowl in his career. <laughs> Greg the Leg Zerline. Oh, man, the legend himself. Do you think he's going to leave the Rams? No, he's going to stay with the Rams. He gonna, has to stay with the Rams. They're going to recognize his greatness. His leg is impo- like impeccable. Better leg, Justin Tucker or Greg Zerline? Oh, Justin Tucker, not even close. Oh, whatever. Justin <laughs> Tucker, he's incredible. Is One he, of my favorite players in the NFL, and he plays for a rival team. Who's a better uh, game changer, Taysom Hill or <laughs> Taysom Hill <laughs> or, or Justin Tucker? If I could only sign one. For $30 million a year, I would sign Justin Tucker before right. I sign Taysom Hill. Here's the real argument. The real argument right here. All right, I don't even know. I, Greg Lake, whatever. I don't care. He's going to the Rams. Here's the real <laughs> argument. Who's better, Justin Tucker or Johnny, my man, Hecker? Johnny Hecker's better than him. He's Justin so Tucker, versatile. Justin Tucker, first off, incredibly consistent. Scored the same amount of points for the last four seasons in a row. Fluke. Who does that? Fluke. That's incredible. That's a fluke. Greatest field goal percentage of all time in the NFL. Okay. He's right. incredible. Okay, but Johnny Hecker can... 4th and 15, he can just... Boop, Tell me. Don't get down, first down. How many down. points has Johnny Hecker scored in his career? <laughs> I don't know, exactly. a lot. Exactly, move on. <laughs> a lot. I'm going to look this up right now, all right? All right, Justin Tucker has a lot. He's scored 400 points last year. Look how, look how Justin Tucker, I'll look how Johnny Hecker. All right, I got you. This is going to take a minute, guys. So, um, so let's just... I'm just going to keep talking to keep your attention. I don't think I'm gonna know. If you need points. a if you need a snack or anything, this yeah, might be a good go time. Go get it. Get some to drink. You know, have your friend call somebody. Who knows? Uh, Johnny Hecker. So far, what I'm finding is that he scored zero. Actually, he made a field goal last year. Three points so far. My boy Johnny Hecker has had three points in his career. All right, that's All right. pretty impressive. That yes, some would say. <laughs> uh, Justin Tucker has one thousand ninety-three points in his career. Oh, so I'm gonna have to stick with Justin Tucker. Sorry, I take that back. Johnny Hecker has four points. He made an extra point last year as well. What were they doing last year? Justin all these Tucker points. also incredibly underrated because his his ability to hit fifty plus yard free. Free field goals free throws. is uncanny. One year, 10 for 10 from 50 plus. So I rest my case. Oh, Johnny Hecker's cooler. All right, Johnny Hecker's just a fun guy. All right, uh, last one. We're talking about Eric Ebron. You know, D- he feels disrespected by the Colts, all right? He does feel disrespected. But I don't care. I don't want him either. He got Jack Doyle, best tight end in the league. Okay, maybe you went a bit too far there. <laughs> Eric Ebron was solid a couple seasons ago, you know. But is he that good? There's, there's a reason why he was a draft bust in Detroit and has only had one good season his entire career. Uh, I got Eric Ebron going to like the Patriots or someone like that. I got someone Eric Ebron dumb. going to the or the uh, the Raiders. Ooh, the Raiders. I was thinking that. I, I can see that. Eric Ebron's a cool guy. Not really. Jack Doyle's way better. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our that's the, that's the podcast with Drew right there. You know. But coming up, we have an interview with, like I said, Dominique Davis, UNC Pembroke uh, defensive tackle. Great guy, great interview. Make sure to listen to it. And he's an NFL draft prospect, so we will be cheering him on. But, uh, Drew, thank you for coming on, man. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. All right, here's the interview. So today, joining us on the Game Ball Podcast, we have Dominique Davis. He is a UNC uh, 
Pimsbrook uh, defensive lineman, and he's also a current NFL draft prospect. Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. How you doing, man? Doing good, man. I appreciate you for having me on here, man. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I have to ask, how did uh, how did that test go? Pretty rough, 150 questions, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do well. <laughs> I'm sure. You oh do. yeah, definitely study for it. Definitely study ah, for it. Perfect. That's great to hear. Um, so, a question I like to start off with, but uh, whenever I have somebody on, is I always like to ask them why they play the uh, why do they start playing the sport they're playing, you know, in the first place. So, why did you start playing football to begin with? Uh, originally, man, I didn't even. Uh, like I mean football I, I grew up watching basketball like my family is a basketball family uh-huh. uh, um, I just ended up realizing I was going to be tall <laughs> <laughs> and ended up my, uh, one day my um, my stepfather at that time had told me like yeah we're going to get you in football because you're getting kind of chunky I was a <laughs> short fat guy yeah. ended up you know I played it I liked it, you know. I didn't realize that it was actually a sport where you can go out there and hit people and not yeah. get in trouble for it. So mm-hmm. I, after that, it was history. Yeah, that's great. So when when do you think you started playing? Like, how old do you think you were? Um, probably around like eight years old. Oh, yeah, definitely okay. around eight years old. Oh, that's good. That's cool. So, um, so you decide. So, like, did, did you just have a reason to play defensive lineman, or like you said, so like, did they just like kind of put you there and you kind of stuck stuck there all the time? <laughs> they had me all over the place uh-huh. first I was a center and then I didn't like uh, playing O-line because at that point <laughs> you didn't really get no credit for doing anything yeah, so yeah, like, <laughs> it moved me to uh, it moved me to linebacker as I got older oh, wow. and I can't do that in the blitz uh-huh. so <laughs> they ended up just moving me to the end <laughs> so that's how I ended up playing D-line. oh that's good uh, do you try to like model your game after anybody in particular Eagles right now, yeah. Yeah, I, I I've been watching him since um, since he played for Florida State. You know, I really took an interest to his game. Yeah, yeah, he's a great player. I mean, I'm I'm a Giants fan, so I I don't like him, um, but but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I draft him Madden all the time, so he must be kind of good. <laughs> yeah. So um, so you're from uh, Laurenburg, North Carolina, right? So how did how did your hometown like help shape you into who you are today? It's uh, very rough, man. It really, it really just motivated me to get away from there because, you know, it's athletes that's way better than me. You know, they just went down the wrong path. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I took that and I took they, everybody else's mistakes. And, you know, all right, all right, if I do what they did, this is what's, how it's going to end up. So yeah. I just escaped from that and tried to find different different route, you know, and try to make a, a great decision for my family, not only for myself. Yeah, for sure. Do you, so do you believe like football like was a, a way to, you know, I guess you could say keep out of trouble and stuff? Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely football was definitely a way to uh, stay out of trouble. Um, definitely one of the only thing because it's a football, it's like a football town. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, definitely was uh, my escape route. Oh, that's great. So, um, so as you mentioned, you know, what was it like, you know, when you're playing high school level that you had a chance to play in college? Like, what, like how, when did you like uh, – when did you start knowing that you had the opportunity you could further your career into college? Honestly, man, 
probably around my senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, beginning of my senior year, well, in high school period, I was just playing football. I was just playing football. Yeah. Like, that's just one thing I love to do until, like, my senior, like, oh, okay, like, college is next. Mm-hmm. So, uh, funny story, um, beginning of my senior year, I wasn't recruited or nothing like that. I was, like, around, like, 5'11", um, 215, and playing nose guard and DN and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I grew at the end of the, at the at the end of the year to be like six one two yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah, so definitely when I hit that growth spurt is when, and I had a good year all conference all reason and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then when that happened, um, I got a look from all types of schools. Well, hey, that oh, I guess uh, a couple inches can really help you out a lot, right? <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So you you ended up attending uh, UNC Pembroke. So how did like how were you able to like make a name for yourself while playing there and become a full time starter and, and such? Uh, what happened was originally uh, I signed with Shaw University out of high school. Uh huh. I ended up signing with Shaw. Um, my mom had was like, "Yes, you wanted me to go to HBCU, you know?" Cause yeah. That's what some of my family had went mm-hmm. to. So I ended up uh, going there and kind of got off track I got off track there and I, and I really wasn't like myself you know I was in a right hang around the right people mm-hmm. and I was intending class like just doing stupid things and one day I just sat down and was like this is not me and, yeah you know I just wanted to get back to playing ball because I was ineligible for like a, a whole year oh wow mm-hmm. yeah so I, I wasn't around for ball so um definitely had just Told, just called my mom one day and told her, like, um, I want to restart. Yeah. You know, I want to go ahead and come back home. So I ended up coming back home and um, probably, like, the the worst part of my life, man. Just the lowest of the low. Mm-hmm. Went back home and uh, started working at Big Locks in mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. college. Yeah. So, like, that was terrible. People asking me what I'm doing home and what I'm doing with my life. You know, she was just like, oh, like, oh, he's one of those guys, or he's one of those failures, mm-hmm. and I and I and I hated that, and that was kind of like my motivation to get out of, the, of my situation, man. So I end up uh, getting my my GPA up high enough so I can transfer. So I just did a semester at community college, and um, yeah, I did. wasn't playing football anymore. So originally I was trying to get into UNC Charlotte, but I end up following following short credit so I can't mm. go there so I ended up taking my email and um I had messaged uh I emailed Pembroke uh-huh. a long time ago and they had just now emailed me back so it kind of worked out oh, wow. perfectly mm-hmm. yeah so and uh, they told me that um they want me to come out and try out uh, get a look at the school see how I like it get a yeah. look at me so they like my old because at that point I was in my high school film yeah. So they told me that they liked it and they wanted to see me and how I look and all that. So I ended up coming down, ended up telling me I had to walk on, I had to try out. So made a team, ended up doing that and um, worked my way up from the bottom. Well, see, that's, that's great. I mean, that's beauty in the struggle right there. And it just shows like that you're able to, you know, take a, take a situation and, and uh, grow from it. So that, that's great to see as a, you know, as a person, as a football player. Yeah. So, um, well, how like how did UNC Pembroke help you uh, grow as a player and a person? Like, how did it help you grow from the first day you were there to the last? Um, it 
definitely, um, you know, there's definitely one big difference between there and Charlotte organization. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really never been around something that was organized like that. So yeah. Just realizing like a different system, playing the system I never played in, you know, uh, like just different things I've never seen before. And, and by the time I'm leaving there, you know, it just changed me like different coaches' perspectives, like how different uh, coaches can be. Yeah. Like that's what I kind of learned from it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, how did I. So your head coach there was a uh, Shane Richardson. So um, how did he help you like achieve your goals and, and grow as a player? Because you said you were in like a different system and stuff. So yeah, how, how did you help um, you grow? Just helping me be more disciplined, you know, because mm-hmm. um, just coming from where you know not necessarily you do whatever you want to do. Just just being extremely disciplined, more mm-hmm. gap sound defenses and stuff like that. I learned that because I've never been in a four three defense. Before. Oh really? And, and I never, actually, I never played the tackle uh, oh, yeah, in college mm-hmm. anyway. So, because um, I was a DN. And a nose so. tackle, yeah. 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 Well, that's very interesting to see right there. Um, but that's good that you added that to your game. Do you have, like, a like a, like any memories from your time there, whether that's, like, a crazy game or just something funny that you always remember from your, your time playing? <sighs> oh, man, it's, it's a couple of those. Probably the last game, actually, uh, my last career game against UVA Wise, uh, uh-huh. we, me and my DM was running the stunt. Uh-huh. And I actually saw the QB about to throw the ball, and I, and I froze up, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I froze up because I didn't expect him to throw it. So he ended up hitting me dead in the chest. And <laughs> <laughs> if, I actually, if I actually caught the ball, I would have had a touchdown, and it would have been like the last play of the game, too. So I kind of... Uh, I mean, at least I mean, at least you uh, you broke up the pass. I, I don't know to say about that one. That's kind of funny, right there. Uh, yeah. Um. So uh, this this question is a little bit off topic, right here. I guess you could yeah. say, but um, I like to ask it. So if you could meet any three people, living or dead, who would you want to meet? LeBron James. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I, ain't, I, I can't even do it. I'm not a, really a LeBron fan. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, uh, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Oh, Ray Lewis. Yeah, he, had a, he was another animal. Yeah. That was he was yeah. amazing. No, but, yeah. no, I, I respect it, but I see. I'm a LeBron guy. I think he's the greatest oh, of all man. time. So. Oh man. He, he is. <laughs> he, he is. Like, come on. Like. He he's been to eleven NBA finals. All right, like he's 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 better than Mike. Come on, come on. He, we know he's better. Oh, I can't I can't agree with you on that one, man. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not a LeBron fan. I mean, I respect the game, but I can't agree, man. Whatever. I mean, nah. I I, I whatever you say, but I'm sticking I'm sticking with LeBron. All right, I'm gonna keep LeBron's my guy. He's gonna be my number one. All right, no doubt. Yeah, but uh, I guess that's that's the one negative about you right there. You like you like Michael, <laughs> all right? I'll re- I'll remember that. <laughs> you gotta cut that out, man. Uh. I don't want people to <laughs> not liking you because of that, man. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
so kind of going back on to the uh, the draft process, right? So you're currently, a, you know, an NFL draft prospect, and, you know, you play D2 football. But, you know, I saw that you, you've been getting a lot of exposure, and have you gotten your name out? So, like, how, how have you been able to get your name out to so many teams? Because I, I read something that said, like, at one point you had, like, 16 different scouts showing up to watch you practice. You know, how did you get your name out so much? Honestly, um, I don't really even know how they found me. Um, I just end up getting an invite to a junior pro day. That's really what catapulted me. Like, um, I had a junior pro day at Campbell. And uh-huh. I ended up running real good out there. And, they were like, right after that, the Seahawks and the Bills, like, they were the first team to talk to me and um, mm-hmm. have an interview with me and stuff like that. So once that happened, and honestly, it's, my name just blew up. Um Especially after my junior season, my junior season was my best season. After that, it was just history. Um, mm-hmm. I've probably been seen by every, you know, about every every team. Oh wow, that's crazy! So like, like knowing that these teams are interested in you, like, how did it make you feel? Like, were you motivated? Were you nervous? Like saying like, oh, I don't want to make a mistake. Were you motivated? Just keep getting better. Like, how did it impact how you play and your like your mentality? Um, honestly, you know, it's just I I can't even say like. I mean, it motivated me most definitely. You know, I try to keep a level head because, you know, some people might feel like they got to do the extra mile instead of being their self. And that's one thing I wanted to do is stay being who I am. Don't mm-hmm. change up. Don't try to do extra stuff just because these people are looking because at the end of the day, how I try to think about it, man, it's like it, it can be taken away at any time. So, you know, just just do what I'm supposed to do. But it really, it wasn't even that much weight on my shoulders it was kind of more weight on other people and they uh-huh. tried to put it on me because you know people it's this is a small school yeah so people like oh man how you feel man i know you feel nervous i know you feel this uh-huh. but nah, i mean really it was never the case because i i'm i'm really just a true believer in my hard work i just keep my head down and keep working you know everything happens whatever happens happens so i mean it, yeah, it motivated me mm-hmm. um I definitely try to keep a level here. Yeah, no, I, I respect that for sure. Uh, but saying mentioning that, you know, people saying that you're nervous or people in your hometown saying, oh, he's just one of those guys, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But how, how did that, like, mindset of almost, you know, saying, like, I got to prove people wrong, how does it help you, you know, grow as a player from high school into college? Like, how did it help you keep pushing yourself to get better? Oh, man, that's probably, like, the main thing. I get that. I get that a lot. Um, but uh, you know, I watched I watched some of your tape, right? And I, you know, I checked you out before this interview. Um, and so one of the things that really stood out to me was that you're actually like you're really good at like getting off the block and like blowing up plays. You know, like why do you think you're so good at this, especially in like the ru- the rush defense? Uh, 
Oh man, I just I just like being disruptive. Like mm-hmm. even if I like how I train myself, even if the play not going my way, I, I just want to blow something up. Like I always want to be in the backfield. That's just just destroying the guy or the guys if it's a double team across from me, man. That's just how I like to play. Like just uh, just play to be respected, man. Definitely mm-hmm. like, stand out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so do you think you're better at uh, in terms of like? Uh, getting to the ball carrier or rushing the quarterback? What, what do you think your strong suit is? I'm definitely better at getting the, to the ball carrier. Um, mm-hmm. This year probably was my um, my better pass rushing year. Yeah, definitely by uh, not even in the terms of getting actual sacks, just beating the offensive lineman. Yeah, because I actually uh, for, I chose to work on my hands and stuff like that this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I definitely saw it in your tape. Um, but, uh, you know, like before before this interview, like I said, I read through some articles. Uh, I watched some tape. And one of the biggest things that you speak about and that you can actually see in your play is that you really take pride on your on your technique. You know, why do you why do you work so hard to perfect this every day? And like, how does it help you in your in your play style? Um, I had learned, man, like um, I follow like all of the linemen that I love to watch, like uh, Jeremy McCoy. And one thing. Uh, about low, like those players like Warren Sapp, one thing they uh, take pride in is their technique because mm-hmm. everybody coming in, everybody's going to be athletic, young. You're not going to be young forever. Yeah. So one, the one thing that's going to stick with you is your technique no matter what. So that's one thing I try to take pride in early before, you know, getting old, getting older and losing yeah. my strength, losing my speed. You know, I don't want to rely on that all the time, yeah. even though I can. So that's one reason. Do you think that? Do you think that this is like your best quality of a player? Or if not, what do you think like your best trait is? Oh man, I feel like, um, but yeah, definitely. I feel like my best quality would be my technique over mm-hmm. my strength yeah. and my speed and stuff like that. Uh-huh. That's definitely that's definitely one thing I take pride in. All right, that makes sense. So, um. You know, you mentioned earlier that you're recovering from a torn labrum. You know, when do you have like a timetable of when you'll be fully recovered? Um, yeah, it's actually a six month recovery thing. So every by the time, I, yeah, by that time everything heals up, I should be perfect for whatever the case might be. You know, trying to camp or anything, what it is. Yeah. So um, right now, um, everything's doing great. Like um, the my trainers tell me I'm really moving, like I'm ahead of my. Uh, Every time, but you know, I'm still taking it slow day by day. You know, I don't want to rush anything. Like that's the number one thing. You know, I just want to be healthy as possible. Yeah. One yeah, for sure. You don't want to rush it or anything like that. So as I mentioned, you know, we're not going to talk about football and all that. Although you're obviously a great football player, you know, we want to get to know you. Besides that, so um, I have a couple questions to ask you that aren't necessarily related to it. So uh, my first one is like, who do you like to listen to? You know, when you gotta listen to some music, like who's your favorite artist? Just to get my mind right, definitely would be J Cole. J Cole, yeah, I, I like myself. Definitely. I like J Cole. He's yeah, good. definitely J Cole. Uh-huh. Probably, uh, I'm, I'm a real versatile guy. Like, uh, uh, this is different types of music. Yeah, definitely. Number one, definitely J Cole. I'm probably second in the future. Oh, all right, all right. I like that. that those aren't those aren't bad. They're not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you have like a do you have a hidden talent? Because oh, obviously you're good at football, but do you have anything that nobody knows about you that's just like kind of cool? Man, I'm a game freak, man. Definitely a game freak. 
Alright, hey, what, what do you like to play? What do you like to play? Uh, 2K, oh yeah, 2K, Call of Duty, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. uh, Apex. Uh, Apex? Uh, Ew, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Fortnite is better than Apex, come on. Oh, nah, I grew up for Fortnite, man, I can't stand it no more. <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I was, uh, I stopped playing it for a few months and I just got back on a couple days ago and like... I'm kind of enjoying it, but Apex I can never get into. Like that was such a bad game, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, uh. it's pretty good. I like both of them. I just, I can see. Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah, uh, look, I swayed your opinion. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, so, um, if you could uh, pick any player that you could play alongside, you know, on the defensive line, who would you want to play with? Would it be Timmy Jernigan? You know, who would you want to play with? Uh, probably in the game for man. Definitely would be. Does it have to be recent or, or anybody? I mean, it could be anybody. You set a lineup on the defensive line with them. Who would you want to be with? Uh, probably definitely Dominican Sue. You would? Mm-hmm. Definitely Dominican Sue, man. Really? All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's good. He's he's another animal. He's he's great. I, I like him. Yeah. He's back, back in the line. So that's what's his uh, prime time days. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, what's your uh, what's your favorite food? Go to meal. Oh, dang man! <laughs> you give me some hard questions. Right? Yeah, honestly, these are the, these are the tough ones right here. <laughs> Probably um, the Caribbean foods, Jamaican Caribbean. food. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. I uh, love some curry chicken. Really? Oxtails. Yeah. Oh man. wow! That's my okay. favorite. All right. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's interesting. I mean, never heard that too many times. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, so I got, I got one more food question right here though. All right. So, well, who has a better chicken sandwich? Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Oh. Yeah. It's a tough one right here. I, I like Chick-fil-A personally. I like, I think it's just, it tastes cleaner, it tastes better. But Popeye's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Nah, we got Chick-fil-A on campus. I eat it, but man, I think Popeye's chicken sandwich is better. Oh, dude, come on. First, 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 Michael Jordan. Now Popeyes. Come on. I was saying, man, you see what people were doing all across the world. People going to jail, man. <laughs> so I, I ain't see people going to jail on Chick Fil A sandwich. it's because it's closed on Sundays. All right. So, come on. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so if you had the opportunity, all right, this is kind of an odd question, all right, but if you had the opportunity to, let's say, there's like a new football team opening up, and you could name it. Any name you could ever think of, right? You could come up with a new team name. What would you name it? Oh, man. See, the, the XFL stole mine because I was going to go with the Dragons, but that's the, the XFL took that. So Probably like the Executioners or something oh, like wow. that. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. That's kind of wild. That would be perfect. If I, if, I was an, if I was an opposing quarterback and I know you're coming at me with that team name, I'd be, I'd be terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, I got I got two more questions for you. So my, my uh, second one, or second to last one, I should say, being is, uh, what's your, alright, do you have any embarrassing moments you'd like to speak about? Any, any, uh, any funny uh, moments? With football or just in general? Just in general, just in general. Oh, man. Because, because I read something about your, uh, about your hairline, so. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely getting a haircut, man. I get a haircut, but like every two weeks, and yeah, 
went to a new barber. Uh-huh. And, he, and he definitely pushed me that way. So far, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I really don't wear hats, but I had to walk around with it. That was probably one of the most embarrassing moments in my friends. They, they joke a lot. So, you know, I, I definitely didn't hear, I heard too much from them. Definitely too much. You're lucky I didn't find a picture of that. That'd be... <laughs> I'll be clowning on you right there. Man. That's funny. Dude. I guess you know. I guess you know where you're not going anymore. So that's exciting. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not going back there. Yeah, for sure. All right. So my last question, right, um, is just about your character. So, like, let's say if you could tell anybody, you know, whether that be a scout, an owner, a coach, a friend, a stranger, whoever it is, one thing about who you are as a person, what would you want them to know? that i really do and i'm sure a lot of people will take notice of you coming up but i think you know, thank you thank you for coming on and i look i look forward and i know you know the audience we all look forward to just following along with your journey and seeing seeing how it all unfold unfolds so uh, good luck to you and i was it was a great talking to you man and definitely man i appreciate you for having me on here once again man thank you so much man yeah for sure all right see you man thank you all right guys so that was uh dominic davis what a class act, all right? A class act right there. He is a legend of the game. Um, you know, he 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 seems he just seems like an amazing guy. You know, if you if you whether that be he he laughs, you know, he has a good time, right? He takes it seriously. He prides himself on his technique when, whether that be in football. You know, he, he's gone through it all. He's gone through the ups and downs. Um, whether that be good, bad, uh, you know, anything, you know, people, some people, you know, we joke around, we say things, we make, we make jokes, we say, you know, oh, you know, we, oh, guess what happened to me? Oh, what happened? You know, oh, I lost, I don't know, I lost my, my t-shirt that I like, all right? But that's like, whatever, you know, we, he, he's been through it all. And as you could hear, you know, he used to work out big lots, right? He, he, uh, didn't, he, he left Shaw University, he, but he figured it out. And it, it really shows in his character. He's humble, he's down to earth, you know, like you said, like he said, he, he just takes pride in what he does, and he's 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 a great guy, class act. Um, and we again, we wish nothing but the best of luck to him in his career. And we know that whether that be in the CFL, the NFL, he's gonna make it. And if it, he makes it in the CFL at first, he'll get to the NFL. He's gonna make it because he has that mindset of that, you know, that underdog mentality that I will and I am gonna get there. And that's what you need. You can teach technique. You know, he's obviously great at technique. You can teach how to be good at football. But you can't teach that mindset. You can, you never can. That's something you have to learn and adapt. And he's he's learned that and he's adapted with it. And that's just something amazing to hear. So, um, you know, again, it's a great interview. And they just keep getting better and better. So, as always, Game Ball, who's it going out to? It's going out to Dominique Davis. Uh, we appreciate him coming on. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Game Ball Podcast with your host, Madison Montilla. I look forward to having you guys listening and checking in on my next episode. Thank you, guys.